0: If you are a Boston Celtics fan, you are probably waking up in a very good mood on this Tuesday. And if you are a Boston Red Sox fan, well, the frustration continues to mount after another loss on Monday night. Welcome to the Lockdown Red Sox podcast. Thank you for making Lockdown Red Sox your first listen of every single day. I am your host at Lauren Campbell. And there's a lot to break down from Monday's 6 2 loss. There's another. Uh, yet again, another d- routine defensive play that should have gone the Red Sox way that just could not get handled. The offense continues to be dead at this point. And another great pitching performance from Nate Valdi was just wasted because the, the defense and the offense just could not come together. So let's get it right into it. You are locked on Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So the Red Sox opened their series against the Toronto Blue Jays in Toronto with a 6-2 loss. And they looked like they were going to come back and maybe take control of this game. However, that just did not happen. So they were down to nothing, and then in the eighth inning, they were able to tie it two-two. They looked like they were making smart plays at the plate, being patient, sacrifice flies, sacrifice bunts, and in the bottom of the eighth inning, everything seemed to kind of fall apart for Boston. And after seven strong innings from Nativaldi, the bullpen, though not the, the the worst, but it's certainly you can certainly pin this on the defense. Um, Matt Strom came out and made a great diving play, but Bobby Dalbeck just could not handle a simple throw, um, and that had that put two on with one out in the eighth inning. And this was just a very, very simple throw from Matt Strom that Bobby Dalbeck 100 percent should have had. And there's this we saw this happen with Dalbeck and Trevor Story over the weekend, and there was a lot of well, who could who could we put the blame on? Is it just Trevor Story? Is it Bobby Delbeck? Is it the both of them? But this this time around, it certainly was on Delbeck. There is no reason he shouldn't have had this ball. This is a ball that he has nine times out of 10. And he's already struggling at the plate to begin the season. He's really, really struggling at the plate. And now he's becoming a, a defensive liability. And Tristan Cassis is knocking on the door. There are a lot of Red Sox fans who are antsy and excited for him to make his MLB debut, be in a Red Sox uniform. And the more Bobby Dahlbeck struggles at first base, the more reason it gives the Red Sox to maybe consider calling Cassis up, giving him a shot, and seeing what they have in him at the big league level. He is doing well with the Woo Sox. So not a good look for the Red Sox, especially after the, the their last loss with the routine play in the 10th inning that should have ended the game and that should, that should have been a win for the Red Sox. Like Jake and I had said, we the, the Red Sox easily could have swept the Tampa Bay Rays or taken at least two out of three from them over the weekend. But the defense, the offense, it's just not looking good for the Red Sox right now. And we're only 17 games into the season. There's certainly no reason to panic at all. I think from Monday's episode, we did see a lot of our listeners. were still very optimistic. About this team, it's it's April. One listener brought up that the Red Sox do struggle throughout the first month of the season, and it's I mean it's not good to see, especially against AL East teams. You're going to be competing against these teams all season for a spot in the postseason, and the Red Sox right now are just having a really really hard time competing against these guys. And these are teams like I said, they're going to be competing with them all season, and they need to get these wins. They need to get these wins early. This game was within reach for for the Red Sox until the bottom of the eighth when they loaded the bases and Bo Bichette just launched a grand slam into into right field. So there's still a lot of areas of concern for this team. I I don't think defense is certainly something to raise a red flag at right now. I still think we need to look at the offense because that's where they're continuing to struggle. They're still not scoring with runners in scoring position. They're not hitting with men on base and they're leaving runners on base game after game. They're not taking advantage of these opportunities. And we thought going into the season that this was going to be a team where we look at them and think this pitching is going to be the problem, going to be the reason the Red Sox lose all these games. And it really hasn't been. It's been because the offense cannot produce and they're not producing at all. They're not producing at the right times. They're not taking advantage of the opportunities in front of them. And they've had several of them. It's not like they're just having bad luck at the plate. They're having a lot of impatience at the plate. And this is really self-inflicted. I mean, they need to continue or they need to be patient at the plate. They need to stop swinging so early in counts and just work the count, make the pitcher work, and be patient. Make sure you, you have the right pitch to drive in these runs Because then you're going to lose games by 3-2, 4-2. And it was another game where they failed to score more than four runs. So it's just, as a Red Sox fan, it's really, really frustrating to see how the Red Sox have this stacked offense. That we heard all offseason that it was the offense that was going to carry this team. The offense was going to be the reason that this team was going to be dangerous. And it's the reason they're losing games. And like I said, there's no reason to panic. There's no reason to go into overdrive and say, blow up this team. This team sucks. They're not a postseason team because it's only April. We have a lot of baseball left to be played. We have well over 100 games left, and it's it will come together. It's not fun to see your team and your home team and the team that I cover professionally start the season off this way, but this is the reason we play 162 games, right? There's going to be struggles. There's going to be humps to get over. But at the end of the day, they're going to figure it out. They have to figure it out. If we're still you know, the end of May, early June, and this is still happening, okay, then there's going to be reason to panic. The trade deadline, there's going to be a lot of eyes on the Red Sox if they could be so far out of it in in June. But we're not thinking that far down the road. We are just thinking about the here and now and how Monday's game was just another showing of ugly offense, sloppy defense and native pitching well, doing everything he can to give his team the win, but the offense just not backing him up to do so. They're making native look like Jake DeGrom, right? No, no run support. They're getting him absolutely nowhere in, in the game. And it's, it's, Frustrating when you see Nate Evaldi give you seven innings, strike out five, five hits, no walks. He's limiting limiting his walks, and the offense can't do anything. So we will talk more about the offense in the second segment of the Locked On Red Sox podcast. But first, I do want to tell you about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, which if you're a Celtics fan, you're loving everything about it right now, and the start of the Major League Baseball season. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, e- esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and all the action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Red Sox your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, recaps of MLB games, with analysis from our local experts, taking fans through the season like no other network. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So this offense that we've talked about several times on this podcast and how much they have struggled, struggled once again Monday. They were two for nine with runners in scoring position, and they left five men on base. You just can't do that against any team, really, but especially AL East teams like the Blue Jays, the Rays, the Yankees, because when you have the opportunity to score against good teams, teams in your division, teams that you are fighting for in the AL East, you need to take advantage of it. And I think the Red Sox are much too far in their own heads right now. You see them just swinging at every single pitch first pitch, second pitch. They're down, they're up in the count 1 0, and they're swinging at anything that comes their way. And again, I know they're desperate to try to score runs. They're desperate to try to win games. But when you have the opportunity, you need to step out of the box, take a breath, get in there, and just put your focus on the baseball. They're doing too much. They're trying to get ahead of everything, and it's just not paying off. And I think that the patience really, really needs to start coming to the Red Sox because there's none of it. No one has plate patience. They're just. Trying to drive the ball, again, I appreciate it, but if they want to win games, there's no way they're going to win if they're swinging at every first and second pitch. They really need to just look at who they're facing, and it could be a Max Scherzer, it could be a Jose Barrios, it could be anyone, it could be anyone out there. You need to make them work because you're going to get a lot out of ALEs pitchers in particular, and they're going, they're not going to be easy to face. You need to be able to get hits off them to move these runners. And the Red Sox just have not done that this season. Once again, another game scoring fewer than four runs. I think that's 13 now on this season. It's not good. No one is producing in this lineup. I mean, it was nice to see that most of the Red Sox did, were able to travel to Toronto. Only two pitchers were on their restricted list. Tanner Houck and Cutter Crawford. Certainly disappointing because Cutter Crawford had been pitching pretty well. And they recalled Tyler Danish. And he did not do so well in his appearance on Monday night. But you're putting someone in a situation that they weren't prepared to be in. That's professional sports for you. But I mean, and that's that's a bright spot from this series is that they're not losing big bats out of their lineup. They're not losing more than Tanner Houck and Cutter Crawford. So we they, we already knew that Chris Sale was a non-factor anyway. So but at the end of the day, you're still without 3 out of 5 starting pitchers or 2 2 out of 5 starting pitchers and then a reliable reliever who's been more than okay this season. So we we can try to take the good with the bad through the first 17 games of this season, but it's it's more bad than good. I think that there's more negative to take away from the first 17 games, then positive. I think that Red Sox fans are beginning to panic a little bit. I love the, the early season panic. I absolutely love when people overreact. But I think at the end of the day that, I mean, there's reason. Sure, there's of course, there's reason to be concerned. But there's also plenty of time to figure this out. But you don't want to wait until the last minute till all of a sudden you go on this major run in July or August When you're trying to play catch up and you're, I don't know, you're winning 10 of 12, you're going on a big 10 game win streak. But also if you think back to, oh, if we just won two from the Tampa Bay Rays, if we had just been able to win one against the Blue Jays, we'd be in a much better position. You definitely don't want to think about it like that. But like I said, there's still plenty of time for the Red Sox to figure this out. It would just be ideal if they figured figured it out sooner rather than later. It'd be nice if this defense can figure out how to make routine plays that could either end the inning or end the game and put the, put the Red Sox in a better position to win. be nice if this offense could start generating and start using their bats, start being patient. I've been preaching patience this entire episode. And if the team could just, they just need to come together. It's so, it's so simple. It's easier said than done, of course, but it's, that's all they need to do. They need to come together because Nate Evaldi goes seven brilliant innings. As long as the starter has gone for the Red Sox all season, he does what he can. He does what the Red Sox needed him to do. And the offense is just like, no, no thank you. So I still think the offense is the biggest issue after the first 17 games of, of the season. And I do think that they'll figure it out. I think it's just a matter of time. We can still play the shortened spring training game. We can still play Trevor Story shortened spring training, but at some point that excuse is going to run out, and these bats are just going to need to figure out how to start producing runs. You can't be two for nine with runners in scoring position and expect to beat a team like the Blue Jays, or expect to beat a team in the AL East, maybe unless it's the Orioles. But it's just it's becoming such a, a negative trend that it's not. Red Sox fans are so pessimistic where they're like, I don't know if this is going to get better. All they need to do is win one, go on a nice little run here, and kind of get that optimism back into Red Sox fans. The Celtics just swept the Brooklyn Nets. The Bruins are wrapping up their regular season this week before playoffs start next week. It's a really exciting time to be a Red Sox uh, Boston fan. The NFL Draft is this week. It's a very exciting time in New England sports. And the Red Sox are putting a damper on that, and all they have to do is win or at least show some offense. If they're losing 9-8, 10-9, it's like, okay, well, at least at least the offense is there. Right? Something is starting to click. We still want the wins. Of course we want the wins. But in such an exciting time in Boston sports, the Red Sox have to play Black Cloud. They have to rain on our parade. But like I said, one win, and then they can just go on a little run here Put that optimism back into Red Sox fans and keep this really exciting time going. In our third and final segment of the Locked On Red Sox podcast, I'm going to end this show with our mental health minute. But first, I want to tell you about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand that their warehouse just so happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and right in your pocket. You can save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. They have everything you could ever need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpets. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So as we always do, we're going to end this show with our mental health minute. And I am going back to work on Tuesday after nine wonderful days off. I was able to spend a few of those days in the Outer Banks with my fiance. And his family, and it was so nice to just de-stress, get away. I think we watched parts of one Bruins game. I didn't. I don't think we watched any Red Sox games. And it was just nice to just completely disconnect from from real life. And I think that it's recharged me in a lot of ways. I am still battling a cold, so there's that dread where it's like oh, I'm just gonna wake up not feeling 100. But I obviously, if I worked last week, I'd probably feel a lot worse. So I'm happy to have had that time to just get away and spend actual time with my fiance, not just eating dinner or hanging out on the couch, watching the Celtics, like able to spend just real quality time together. We're getting married in three months. So we're, we're down to the wire just trying to get everything together. It's going really well. It's like I have I'm having so much fun planning this wedding with him, but um, at the end of the day, it's still a big stress factor in our lives and it was just nice like i said to get away from real life disconnect and not think about one singular thing for nine days so i'm super i am super excited to get back to work and cover the red Sox and the bruins and bruins are beginning their playoff run next week so that's going to be a lot of fun Hopefully the Red Sox can get it together and make my job more fun than it already is. But I'm going to end the show there. Thank you, as always, for making Locked on Red Sox your first listen of every single day. Be sure to follow Locked on Red Sox on Twitter at LO underscore Red Sox. Me, la 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 Lauren, three Laws, Lauren, four R's. And Jake, at Jake Iggy. He hopefully will be back Wednesday. He just had a scheduling conflict with work. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Locked On Red Sox podcast uh, right here on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And also check out all the other MLB shows across the Locked On network. Locked On Blue Jays, I'm sure they're having a great time over there. Locked On A's, Rays, Yankees, Astros. Everyone's doing a really, really great job. We're so excited baseball's back and talking about baseball full-time. And now that you've made Locked On Red Sox your first listen, head on over to Locked On MLB to make it your second listen. Paul Francis Sullivan, but please call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective of the major leagues, both past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Have a great day. We'll see you Wednesday. Let's go Red Sox.